This is Overshare, a podcast for women by women. I'm your host, Cass Whitaker, here to overshare on all things sex, relationships, health, and career. Wedding planning has been tough this year. I've known people who have had to make last minute adjustments to their plans or even completely postpone their nuptials. But it got me thinking about weddings and all the expectation around them, which is why in this episode I'm speaking with my sister in law, Di, and we're talking about our unconventional weddings. Let's get started. It was December 28th last year that I got married, as you remember. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that really comes to mind in the day is that it was fucking hot. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I, I think it hit 38 degrees from memory. Uh, it's not even higher, I think. Yeah. I'm just so glad we got those fans because um, originally we weren't going to have any kind of fans. This was going to be a nice outdoor wedding day in my friend's back garden and once that temperature started to rise the couple of days beforehand, we were like, we need some big ass industrial fans to keep people from sweltering. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. stood in front of one and just stayed there, I think. Yeah. No, I think a lot of people did that, honestly. I think because we had like three or four of them and yeah, they made a huge difference. I know that during the ceremony when we had to turn them off so you could hear everything, everyone was just like dying. <laughs> reason I wanted to talk about weddings is because obviously mine was just a small back garden wedding, didn't have any bridesmaids, you know, didn't have that many guests. I think there was about 30 odd people there and some would consider it an unconventional wedding, but I know that yours would be considered even more unconventional. (laughs) So I thought, yeah, (laughs) so I thought it'd be a really, yeah, really cool topic to cover today. So can you tell me a little bit more about your wedding day? Well, ours was, well, for me, 25 years of campaigning in the making because, of course, my wife and I wouldn't have been able to get married prior to November 2018. 2017 it was now, December. And so when that came through, we'd already been engaged in June 2017 and so we moved quick. Yeah. We didn't want to have a big fuss made, mm-hmm. but my desire was to get married in the church, which sounds really unconventional for a same-sex wedding. <laughs> Definitely. But we were lucky. We had a really good church that we go to. Yeah. And very accepting. And, you know, it's, an, it's activated voting and basically, yeah, our pastor said, yep, go for it. But we had to have a, like a minister there or somebody to sort of oversee the legal side. Yeah. So we, the other thing too is I didn't want any dramas. I just wanted friends. I wanted to have a good day. So we made it for January the 27th, um, Australia Day weekend. Yep. And <laughs> where people so would have a lot of plans. <laughs> <laughs> where people have a lot of plans and, you know, things are going on. But we just moved to the outback. Yeah. So we literally had to move two households to the outback, mm-hmm. go up there for a week, drive down Friday night, get married Saturday and drive back on the Sunday. <laughs> so that, that in itself was a bit crazy, but I wanted to wear a dress yeah. and my wife Sarah wanted to wear a dress as well. So we did keep that secret from each other. Yeah, um, That was something we kept away from each other and then, being 27th of January, we had to wait a certain period of time, I think it's a month, prior to, after you've signed all the paperwork, mm. the legal paperwork, 
And so we think we're in the top 50 in Australia to get married or in South Australia, definitely. Yeah, and I think I remember uh, you saying you were one of the first in South Australia after the law yeah. passed. Yeah. Yeah, when I went to get the wedding certificate, they said, oh, you're right in the top there with getting married. And <laughs> I said, yeah, well, it was January. It couldn't have been much earlier than that. Yeah. So, when did yeah, you get so en- our day was very hot, sorry. When did you get engaged? June 2017, 26th of June. Yeah, and so then as soon as you could get married, it was like three months planning and then away you go. Oh, yeah, literally. Because <laughs> we were originally going to go to New Zealand and so we'd started planning for that. We had a celebrant and everything. Yeah. And we were going to fly my eldest, Josh, over mm-hmm. and Sarah's youngest to be witnesses and we had that in the planning, we've got rings and everything, and then they announced that the plebiscite <laughs> was going to come in and I was in a classroom when I found out. Yeah. So, you Jump know, just joy. <laughs> as soon as that happened and the joy from that, we just hit the ground running. Yeah. Um, got our appointments in the outback work and thought we need to get this <laughs> rush through. We want to be married when we started at our new workplace yep. to be recognised. So, yeah, it was a hot day as well. Yeah, it was I 40, can 42, 42 degrees <laughs> in four wedding gowns in a church that had no air conditioning. Jeez. You were also been used to getting used to it from the outback, but I imagine in the actual dress it would have been a whole It was hot. <laughs> I remember trying not to think about it, but once I entered that church, yeah completely forgot about it and it was nice because my dad walked me down the aisle um he said i've waited 40 years for this (laughs) so that was really special yeah dad walked me down the aisle the heat i'm just remembering again with mine like it's funny what you say about like you just forgot about it because it's like once i got there i didn't really think about it anymore although Mm. when i took the dress off that night all my spray tan had like <laughs> sweated off onto the inside oh, of my dress. No. Oh, <laughs> it came no. out in dry cleaning, thankfully, but I was just like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. Like we had everyone had fans yeah. in the church and then we had a reception in yeah. the welcome centre next door. But our photographer who had this beat-up old car, he was a brilliant photographer. Yeah beat up old car. He goes, come on, I'm going to take a few photos. And so there I am squished in the back of this beat up old car in my wedding, (laughs) driving around Adelaide. We ended up having some local ones from the church, but then we also went down to the River Torrance. Yeah. Yeah. And had photos there and just some spontaneous ones. Like he had us down in the reeds by the river. Oh, wow. Um, and that sort of thing. We've got a tree in the golf course, North Adelaide Golf Course. Yeah. Where uh, I, mean, I should give you the photo, you can put it up, but yeah. of us under this great big tree. And we go there now and sit there sometimes in the middle of this golf course. <laughs> <laughs> us just sitting under a tree in the golf course. No, but, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. It was conventional and unconventional all at once. It was, yeah. I think, the people were a bit surprised that it was in a church. People still say that. Very unconventional in the fact that I never thought I was ever going to get married. No, that's totally fair. <laughs> I but, never yeah. thought I'd legally have a wedding certificate and be able to call someone actually my legal partner yeah. in that way. 
No. So, yeah, I know that there was definitely elements of tradition and not tradition for both of us. So I had like a few things I thought we could go through and list off to that showed, you know, what made them so unconventional, I guess. Yeah. So I guess we'll start with the dresses. So with mine, I bought a dress online from just one of those on cheap online wedding stores. And by the time I went to wear it on the wedding day, I'd gained too much weight for it. <laughs> so that's the problem of having your wedding near Christmas, unfortunately. You eat a lot of food and you drink a lot yeah. of booze, or at least I do. And I was so bloated. I remember the night before the wedding, um, I tried it on and it just like was tied across my shoulders. I couldn't breathe in it. And I was saying to Steve, like, I'm, I can't wear this. I just can't do it. And he was just like, you're being silly. You're just bloated because it's, you know, we've, you know, we've been drinking heats when you're in the morning, you'll be fine. And I was like, no, I won't. And also I want to drink on my wedding day like, <laughs> yeah. and eat all the pizza that we'd ordered. There wasn't a day before, sorry, it was two days before. So it was on Boxing Day that I had that freak out. So on the 27th, the day before the wedding, I made my friend Emma take me to Rundle Mall to the shopping centre and we went and had a look in Bardo, which is just, a, you know, I think it's an Australian shopping brand, like mid-range, yeah. yeah. We went to Bardo. There was this one white dress in there in my size. That's it. I was like, oh, I'll have to try it on, see how it goes. And it was perfect. It was the one. And it only cost 70 bucks. (laughs) So we were like, literally went, I just said to her, I was like, this is the one. I'm not trying on any others. And she was like, all right, cool, done. And it didn't have sleeves, which the previous one did have. So in hindsight, it actually worked out so much better considering how hot it was. But, yeah, tell me about yours and Sarah's. (laughs) Uh, Well, Sarah has been married prior, so she said, she wanted me to decide on that sort of thing. Yeah. And she said, I want you to feel beautiful on your day. So <laughs> for hers, we literally went down to this shop down the road and it's called Roses or something like that. It's where you get really cheap clothes yeah. that you wear for going out and stuff that's quite cheap. And she walked <laughs> in, she found a dress. She goes, yep, this will do. Nice and cheap. <laughs> pop that on, buy some costume jewellery and we're off to go. Nice. And I'm like, and I had said I want to wear white. Yeah. She got white to match. And then I went online to look because I really, really wanted a really nice dress. Yeah. And I found this lady that lived in a suburb near the city and I basically went and saw her and it turned out to be like an ivory colour, like a creamy of white. And I said... <laughs> sort of going to match so she what she did she put the dress next to mine the white dress next to mine and she said it'll be fine mm. but I think for me what was special and what a lot of people don't get to experience is I had my daughter with me oh yeah that would have been nice <laughs> so she came and helped me pick it people ask us all the time who wore the suit who wore the dress <laughs> but I said we both wore dresses yeah <laughs> Because that's what we wanted. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no rule saying that someone has to wear a suit on the day, so. <laughs> I'm surprised how many people think that. <laughs> they know, one's going to be the man and one's going to be the girl. It's like, no, and I should like, wear, wear dresses. Yeah, I was about to say, like, that's not why you're a lesbian, because you want to pretend someone's a man. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> so what were, what were the traditions that you ditched? We didn't have anything prior. 
Mm-hmm. So we didn't do any practicing or anything like that. Yeah. We didn't even really tell people much about what was going to happen on the day. Mm. We didn't want like a wedding party. Um, I wanted my children to be involved. Yeah. So my daughter Maddie was a flower girl and my boys brought in the rings. Yeah. But aside from that, no one else was involved. Yeah. Um, we had to have witnesses, of course. Yeah. So we chose those, the two children that were going to go overseas with us, New Zealand. Yeah. We did that and, like, we didn't have a big formal reception. Mm. We didn't, you know, have anything like that and gifts and those sorts of things. We kept that all out. We just wanted it simple. We had about 100 people there oh, in wow. the end. So it was quite a few. Yeah. But we just wanted it to be about us on the day. Yeah, just stripped it so back. Yeah. Just stripped it right back to really the only thing that was formal about it was the church. Yeah. Probably very unconventional. We chose to walk out down the aisle to pink, raise your glass. <laughs> nice. And it was the exclusive version. Nice. But, yeah, so, we... but, yeah, the dresses were definitely Ooh. different. They're <laughs> different. Yeah, the dresses were definitely um, Sarah's was quick and fast and just like yeah. I'm going to grab this off. But, and, yeah, she wanted to make it look nice. Yeah. It wasn't that. It's just that she said she'd found it. And yeah. Was we ditched quite a lot of traditions. Like I know that typically you'll have the ceremony at the start of the wedding and then you move on to the reception. But yeah. that was the first thing that we, we ditched. <laughs> we were like, yeah. no, nah, we'll get there, have a few drinks, everyone can settle in, chat to each other, and then we'll do the ceremony which was conveniently during the tea break of the cricket, which was on the entire day. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, I'm sure was great entertainment for the guys. So, <laughs> And the girls who like cricket. But <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I didn't have anyone walk me down the aisle. There was no aisle. It was just that no. us gathering around at 3 o'clock. Didn't have any bridesmaids. Didn't Steve didn't have any groomsmen. We obviously had to have witnesses. So it was my sister and um, Steve's brother, Dave. Uh, yeah, in terms of... Other people, though, we did still have flower girls. Like we got uh, Dave's kids, so Steve's nieces. And then ring bearers, we were going to have my friend Paige, whose house it was, like she was hosting us. So her son was going to be the ring bearer. And then at the last minute he chickened out and refused to do it. And, like, he was literally like Paige was trying to bring him up to the front and he panicked. So Amelia, Dave's eldest, took her, took it over and handed the rings to us. And then I could hear him in the video of the um the wedding when I was playing it back, and he's like, "Mum, Mum, why didn't I get to do the rings?" And she was like, "Because you chickened out, Archie." Forever gonna be your memory. That one. I know. I love it that it picked up on the camera. It's just so good. <laughs> yeah. So we ditched we ditched a lot of traditions just because we really just wanted it to be like a big barbecue, basically. Which mm. I mean. It, it was going to be a barbecue, but then we realised that it was going to be really hot and who wanted to sit next to a barbecue all day, so we just ordered pizzas yeah. in the end instead. And we ordered far too many pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always do that. Yeah. Like, I'll that. Yeah. I know you just had, like, um like a charcuterie board, didn't you? For... Yeah, we just had they the Welcome Centre next door had a huge table, like it's really tall, mm. and a friend of mine is a caterer. Yeah. And she said she'd do it. And she just covered the table with nibbly things. Mm. Like we just had there was flowers on there and there was meats and cheeses and fruit and 
Not that we got to have much of it because we got whipped away into this, in this beat-up car, came back and most of it was gone. Yeah, of course. Um, and we had a cake. Yeah. She made the cake as well. So it's funny that some of the things that we did were more traditional than what she like, did. I know, yeah. Did. Isn't that interesting? The photographer is one because we didn't do that. Like I remember ordering it, organising a photographer and I said to her that I just wanted candid photos, like, you know, to so just take pictures as you're walking around and stuff. And um, yet we still got dragged into the pose for family photos for a little while. And I can remember, like, Steve getting more and more frustrated because you know how much he hates his photo being taken. Yep. And after, I think, like, the seven or eighth posed photo where it was like, okay, now this combination of family members and this combination of family members, <laughs> I just went, all right, that's enough. And he disappeared. He was like that cartoon where the outline of them is still there yeah. and he's just, like, gone. <laughs> he's like, cool, Cass is that I can go. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. But we got some really good photos out of it still and I guess that's ultimately the main thing, right? So They're often the nicest ones. Yeah. We chose our photographer because he was just a roaming photographer. He yeah. wasn't. He did a few family ones or pose. Yeah. But mostly they were all like he got there in the morning yeah. at the hotel we were at, and just took shots all day yeah. of moments where things were happening. Yeah. And that we weren't posing for, and that was really nice. So like, that was a bit different. Yeah. Because we didn't want formal. We don't like photos either yeah like, you always just look back on them and go oh god what how yeah. was i standing <laughs> yeah exactly you know that was nice but in him too but yeah. i think for a lot of people they said it was their first same sex wedding they'd ever been to yeah and i actually put it in my vows i said i campaigned for 25 years for this and the day is finally come that's good yeah steve started his vows with cass you are annoying I know. His vows were priceless. <laughs> Even mum still says that. She goes, I can't believe these like, vows. <laughs> Didn't make everyone laugh, so. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were fun. Yeah. At least he rounded it out with something nice at the end as well, I guess. <laughs> but it's just him. Like, yeah. it's who he is. And I think that's the thing that we wanted is that you, on the day, it represented who we were. Yeah. And not meeting anybody else's expectations, which is why I think we didn't do that traditionally and that we didn't have a whole heap of family involved yeah. and all those sorts of things because we just wanted to do it our way. You did say, though, um, in terms of traditions that you did keep, one of the big ones was that you had your dad still walk you down the aisle. Yeah. 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 I uh, thought I, when I asked him, and yeah. I was going to Arndale Shopping Centre and I thought, I'll just ring Dad now, you know, important <laughs> phone call. And I said to Mum, oh, I don't actually want to talk to you, I want to talk to Dad. She goes, all right. <laughs> And I said, well, you walked me down the aisle and apparently he was quite, you know, chuffed about it. Yeah. Mind you, walking in, I had to, he's trying to get in. I'm like, Dad, wait. And I reckon I held him up most of the way down the aisle. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> he was more nervous. I do think it becomes, I feel like it becomes a big thing for the dad more than the actual yeah. bride, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah. Did you keep any other? traditions like that stand out we had flowers yeah but we did it a little differently mm. my flowers were crocheted oh okay cool they weren't real flowers they were crocheted flowers yeah so i had those no i think what about the night before the wedding no we were together the night before the wedding yeah same we, <laughs> we just went uh whatever right like we've been yeah you know together now the only thing we did do is because we were in a hotel and Sarah's sister was staying at the same hotel, mm. 
Sarah went and got changed in her room. Okay, yeah. And I got changed in our room and the photographer went between the two. Yeah. And the kids came up to me and we weren't going to bother with cars but Dad's car was white and similar to our car. So <laughs> he, and he wanted to put ribbons on it. Cute. So I let him put ribbons on it. Yeah. Mind you, we were supposed to get a call to say come down and we never got the call because Sarah's phone ran out of battery on the way to the church yeah. to say, we've left, you can go now. Oh, wow. So half an hour later, I'm like, why aren't I going to the church? Made a grand entrance. You were definitely the bride, weren't you? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Had to be late. And it's 42 degrees and having to be late and people are waiting. Oh. You know, like, come on. But, yeah, I think mostly it was I'm we just sure. wanted it to be personal. and Yeah. No, and I think fair. for me it was just having those little things. We had the rings on, like little love heart cushions and, yep. and stuff like that. But The day of our wedding we were obviously setting up the back garden before people got there. I was getting more and more stressed and Steve was just being as blasé as usual, like, it'll be fine, don't even worry, you know, like really annoying me because I'm like, I still got to go get ready, man. Like he's already in his shorts, like his wedding shorts, the only thing, he, he had just like a West Coast Guernsey on because he was like, well, I won't ruin my shirt and once I've tidied up, I'll put the shirt on. Yeah. And so eventually I left and I was like, I'm going to show him I'm going to be late because <laughs> I was like, well, if it's not a big deal and I didn't need to worry. So I, was, I think I was about an hour late and he called me and he was like, where are you? And I was like, what? It'll be fine. Don't even worry. <laughs> So Vin Smartass is on the wedding day. <laughs> I mean, so I guess that's a tradition in itself. If brides are usually late, so we both we both nailed that one. I actually kept the what is it? Something old, something new, something blue, something yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I did that. I had my um, old earrings on that my sister had bought me. In terms of new, I had new shoes on, and I guess a new dress. In blue, I had bright blue nail polish. And for something borrowed, like my friend Paige, whose house it was, she gave me the bracelet that she wore on her wedding day, which actually cost more than our entire wedding. Wow. (laughs) So she was like, don't lose it. And I was like, okay. Oh, wow. (laughs) So, yeah, so that was it. You didn't do it? Yeah. No. No, I didn't do that. I didn't think about it, but I didn't do it. Yeah. I just, because I really just wanted to wear blue nail polish anyway, so it just kind of worked. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. I watched some wedding shows and, like, even Sarah says to me, do you wish we'd held it off and yeah. we'd done more formal planning and, and I had the family dinner beforehand Ugh. and <laughs> had the practice and all that sort of stuff. And she said the longer you wait to do a wedding, the more dramas there are, Definitely. the more expensive it becomes. And, you know, we pulled off a very cheap wedding in you know, about eight weeks or something or nine weeks it was. Yeah. And we pulled it off and it was as long as we had just some food there for the people, but the most important part was us getting married. That's what we were mostly worried about. The rest of it is just noise. It is when you get there. And she said that to me. She said that morning should soak in every minute of this day because it goes really quick. Yeah goes really fast and then it's over so we didn't do a honeymoon straight away either that was something that wasn't traditional 
we went to Sydney for a couple of days, but I mean, to be honest, I'm pretty sure we'd already booked our flights to Sydney before he proposed to me. So <laughs> I think he's trying to pretend like that's the honeymoon, but it definitely wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> we were actually going to go away this year for our one year anniversary, but um, COVID kind of stopped that. But, you know, being out of the house is... Um... It's going to be a celebration in itself. Yeah. We went to Tasmania and that was a year later and around our anniversary, first anniversary, Mm. we decided to go to Tasmania and call it our local honeymoon. Yeah. Because we want to do two. We want to do a local honeymoon international. Yeah. And the international will be waiting a while. Yeah. No, that's fair. With family members, what were the reactions? It was an interesting one with mine because it had come like after separation so yeah. with somebody else um a few years later so i think that was surprised yeah at first there's a lot of complications around me getting married i think because there was so much with my past yeah with my partner my kids probably my eldest found it the hardest yeah again it's just it was more around getting to know sarah and that sort of thing as well yeah i think as far as my sexuality goes, I don't think it was a big issue. They'd known for a long time by that point. So. They'd known for a long time, yeah. so me getting married to her wasn't so much. I think, I mean, we've both come from big families, yeah. Sarah and I, and, again, it came down to we'll let people know, mm. make their own decisions. Um, if they want to be there, they can be there. If they don't, that's okay too. Yeah. Or if they can't. Like my brother, he sent. They <laughs> sent me that um, video. Yeah, when I couldn't be there, it was that was priceless. It was the best thing. He wouldn't let me watch it. Um, he went and recorded it privately in his own, in his bedroom, and that was that. <laughs> so have you seen it? No, I haven't. <laughs> ah, I have to send you the link to it. It's really good. Yeah, do. Yeah, I think it just came down to at that point in time not trying to for the first time not to worry about what everybody else was thinking what everybody yep. else wanted and needed yeah um, yourself first and just instead. doing it for us yeah that was the same thing with us like i mean everyone had i think um steve's mum had kind of accept, just accepted that we were never going to get married <laughs> so i think there was a lot of shock and surprise like when we announced it at least from his side of the family i think my side of the family just excited because they knew that I, it was something that i wanted so they kind of expected it to happen one day no, what the biggest reaction that I had was that everyone was trying to make it their wedding. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that. And my dad was probably the worst for it. Steve's mum was doing it a bit, but I think she meant well. At, like, you know what I mean? She was just, she, yeah. kept, she kept saying to me over and over again, now, just because Steve doesn't want it doesn't mean that you don't have to have it. It's your day. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want it either. <laughs> <laughs> so I think she thought I was just doing, I was just going along with what Steve wanted. It took her a while to realise that, no, I just wanted a really laid back day too. And same with my dad. Like he couldn't fathom that he that I wanted something that simple. The one that came to light afterwards that was hurt that I didn't even realise was my mum because she missed out on being able to go dressing shopping with me because obviously I'm in mm. Melbourne and she's in Adelaide and because it was so laid back it's just something I didn't even think of and she yeah. told me like months later that she was like she actually felt a bit upset that I just we didn't get to do that and I actually it made me tear up a little I felt bad like because she yeah. like you wouldn't have even known that she was upset about something she just like she just let it be our day that was one little sad moment I guess but 
ultimately she's like, well, you know, it's still your day and you were still really happy and I was happy for you. So that's the main thing. But Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I wanted to avoid is any anybody else putting their input into the day is just like, I want to do it smoothly and Yeah. Okay. And some part of me was like, yeah, I went and got the wedding dress on my own, but Maddie was with me, so yeah, that was nice. That was still a really great experience between you and your daughter. So that's right. And she wore my the bridesmaid dress. She wore the fair. Well, she's bridesmaid, not flower girl. Yeah, it was when I wore exactly the same age for my uncle's wedding. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I could, and I showed it to her, and she said, "I'll wear it." Oh, that's nice. So she had the dress and everything. Oh, yeah. I actually wore my mother's wedding dress to my year seven graduation. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, because this is why I get, well, that's why I thought it was quite cheeky of my mum to be upset about that because she had a really small back garden wedding in her parents' house. It was yeah. no tradition at all. Like It was basically the same wedding except there was a barbecue. My Uncle Gary ran the barbecue all day. and. Yeah. They literally, they didn't, she didn't walk down the aisle. She didn't do anything. It was just like, <laughs> so where do you think I got the idea, mum? And, yeah, she just bought this dress from um, like Meyer or David Jones or something. It was just like this really nice ivory slip um, yeah. with like a kind of flower embroidery on it. And, um, God, I just think about it now. She must have been so skinny at the time because when I was in year seven, I was able to wear it. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, that's when I wore hers, but. Yeah, so I guess it's not that uncommon really having simple wedding when I remember that mum's was just as simple. <laughs> it's becoming more so, but I think, again, when you look at it, that some people, like the idea of a wedding can go into thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm. You know, that's great. If someone wants to do that, that's fantastic. But when I mean, people feel like they need to live up to it mm. yeah, and they don't have the resources to do that, I think that's the hard part when it's really a simple you know, garden wedding or, you know, for us we were lucky we didn't have to pay for the church or anything. Yeah. But we had what we wanted, not what everybody else wants. And I think at the end of the day money doesn't really need to come into it as much as what people think it does. Yeah. Well, thank you for chatting to me about this today. It's, uh... You're welcome. I mean, it's funny, like I knew so much about your wedding already, but I didn't get to be there because obviously we were in Melbourne. So it's um, yeah, yeah, it was great. It was really cool hearing all about it. <laughs> um, You're welcome. But yeah, I'm sure I'll have you on another podcast down the line. Did you enjoy it? I did. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. All yeah. right. Well, I did. Thanks everyone for listening. And if you want to, if you want Di to join us on another podcast, please let me know what topic you'd like her to chat about. Mm-hmm.